What's up? This is Camden from Seven Kingdoms, and you're watching Brutally Delicious. You want to hit the Hi, I'm Sabrina from Seven Kingdoms, and you're watching Brutally Delicious. What's up, everyone? Dark Mace with Brutally Delicious. I am here in Philadelphia with Camden from Seven Kingdoms. How you doing, dude? What's up? We just got in. It was a brutal drive. They closed down. I don't remember which highway, but <laughs> it was closed and it wasn't, and it was closed and it wasn't, and then there was like a car on fire, and it was crazy. But we're here. <laughs> so you just came from Richmond, did you say? Like yeah, we uh, we, well, we played uh, Greensboro, so then we drove to Richmond um, overnight, and then uh, we stayed in Richmond, and we left at like 10 this morning. It was supposed to be like a four-hour, 20-minute drive turned into like six. Yeah, something like that. So, so I mean, hey, uh, Fan life. we're actually based out of Richmond. Like, I'm in New York. The Brew Delicious is based out of Richmond. Yeah, so, yeah. hey, um, I saw you guys uh, there like 2018. Yeah. I think it was election day or something. Yeah. So, tour going well, like, otherwise? You no, know, everything's been going really good. Uh, we're just, uh, we're getting in. We've got two more shows. Just trying to offload all the merch that we can. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Got so, two more gigs. Tonight in New York, right? Yeah, tonight in New York. Yeah. yeah and then nice. we head home and uh, we get ready to announce our headlining tour. Yeah, so can you tell us anything about that? I can't. It'll be now, I think, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, uh, we're going to take, uh, I'll, I'll wait and save the bands. There's some of them. But uh, every, if you've looked at our Facebook page, we've kind of dropped where we're returning. So, um, I saw a couple. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. You are doing New York, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah we're doing New York. So, so you, you can't tell us. <laughs> I I'll tell you where, but we're doing it. Uh, but you got some good openers or your headlining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're headlining. Uh, we're bringing uh, each leg has like a regional band kind of thing. Um, so we have essentially three bands doing direct support, but one at a time, just through the different okay. regions. And then we have an opener um, who's from West Canada. So it'll be their first time in the U.S. So. Oh, very nice. Just like Winrose this tour, right? Do what? This is Winrose's first time here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. This is their first their first one. So. Nice. Yeah, we'll do the headlining tour, and then a week after that, we fly to Europe and go do the tour with them. Um, mm -hmm. So that's our Zenith World Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll be down for a new record over the over the winter. Ah, so that was my next question. Like Zenith seems like it's getting some pretty good reception. Like, um, you guys like happy with it? Like, what's the next one? Uh, we're, that's what I'm saying. We're yeah. basically getting ready to do the next one. We're going to finish the tour in Europe with Windrose, and uh, then we're going to uh, just like like I said, go down pretty much the entire winter um, mm -hmm. into January. And I think we'll start recording in February, and we need to get it out by like the end of March. Okay. So uh, we got a lot of work ahead of us. We're gonna. Luckily, we did okay this year, so we're gonna take some time off, like from our day jobs, to like actually just get Ooh. the record done. So yes, that's, that's nice. nice. Finally, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can like actually like survive by you, playing a guitar. You're gonna be a professional musician. Almost. We're super close. It's like <laughs> you you could say it right now, but like another year or two, we could probably like just mm -hmm. do this. Do you need to walk more, by the way? We can no, yeah. Up. Let's go walk around. So yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're late today. So if you want to have a. Uh, uh, first person point of view of what it's like to be a late band <laughs> if you're driving in a van. Follow your boy. Hey, hey, we're going outside right now. Yeah, we have a uh, brutal, a brutally delicious uh, stair load in today. Oh, shit. <laughs> the venue is upstairs. Oh, wait, no elevator? No elevator. Oh, man. The hands ran out of budget. <laughs> so. Tell me if I like got all this straight. Your first big tour was opening for Blind Guardian. Yes. Then um, this is Kevin, by the way. What's up, man? 
Kevin, okay, well, you're going to answer some of these questions. That's right. Do you want me to go to him now? Or? Uh, no, yeah, our first tour was with Long Guardian. Yeah. Uh, and that's the last time we brought us donuts. Yeah, we haven't played Philly since 2010. That was like 13 years ago or something, 2010? Yeah, yeah. something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, the first time I ever saw you, 2018, 70,000 tons of metal. Oh, okay. And one of those headliners was Sabaton. Yeah. You just opened for Power Wolf, and yes. now you're op- now you're opening up for uh, Rhapsody. Like, who, who's left? There's okay. a couple left. We're uh, we're hoping actually that uh, we have an offer out uh, next year uh, for a tour that would be absolutely nuts. So I'm hoping that they uh, pick us for it. Let's go. Wait, can you, can you give us more on that? I can't give you any more on it. But like, it's, it would be, it's it would grand, be, dude. it was, it would be really big. Someone wanted to tell me this. It wouldn't be like, it would be quite as big as like Power Wolf, like national. But it would be, it would be really good. I mean, it would go into like the six, six hundred to twelve hundred cap rooms. Oh shit! Um, it wouldn't be like. So, no Dragon Force. Yeah. No, it's not Dragon Force. It's not Dragon Force. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it would be crazy. It would. It's a. Uh, uh, it's one of Keith's favorite bands. Oh, oh, oh hey! So, it's not a repeat. It is not a repeat. Okay. We've never been on tour with this band. But, I mean, anyway, I'm just glad to hear that you guys, you know, uh, you headlined in 2018. Have you done any other headlining runs? Not, no, not we did that uh, just kind of as a, a tester. Like we, that was kind of a like a bit of a DIY kind of thing. So this is our very first like where we carry like you know support, and it's 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 more than like you know two or three two or three weeks and there's some festivals attached to it so uh it's you know it's a really uh it's gonna be a different experience than that one in 2018 for sure mm-hmm. just because it's uh what stairs boys yeah just because it's uh it's just it's put together we put a lot of work into it this time and like we've done a lot of uh, supporting tours uh-huh. since, since that time so so um, it'll be a time to see if uh what is it the Beast and Black tour. Oh yeah, forgot about that. The Beast and Black tour. Mm-hmm. Um, the Power Wolf stuff. And this, you know, how it did. Wait, you, you were on the Beast and Black tour, like the one with Nightwish, was it? No, it was, so they did a headlining tour before they did a Nightwish tour. Oh, okay. And we did that one with Stryker. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, well, so, I guess it's like, uh, how much time can I get you for? Give like two more minutes or so? Yeah, okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. So, your first album was 2007, was it? Brothers yeah. Night? Yeah. Okay, so... And, first out of high school. <laughs> so that's a story there. I mean, yeah. good for you. Like, just general thoughts on, like, the music and touring industry these days. Like, Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, we just got completely raked by our ex-record label. Um, they're refusing to pay us the 5,000 euros they owe us for tour support. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Ex-record label? Uh, Napalm. Napalm? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I have a lot of beef with Napalm right now because they're refusing to do it. Basically, they threatened to take us to court um, over it. I don't have money like they do. They're yeah. going to wrap me up. Like 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 kingpins do, 
uh, and money and court and stuff like that to try to get our 5,000 euros. It's not worth it at that point, but it's yeah. the principle that, you know, record labels like that will swallow up yeah. or try to swallow up bands like us to offer large packages to yeah. other bands. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And 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 what they don't realize is that all these bands talk together and they're friends mm-hmm. and they people don't like for their friends getting screwed over mm-hmm. like that. So I personally we went uh, we went the Kickstarter way uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a really good partnership um, with a consortium music group right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just we have a license just with our jewel case, um, and they take care of our digital stuff. It's really cut and dry. It's not like any of the extra foo foo bullshit that all mm-hmm. these labels try to do. <clears throat> I mean, they straight up like <clears throat> they, when we signed, like they gave us a terrible offer, and I backed out. Like I I, I didn't sign it, and then. They kept asking, asking. I got, you know, what I thought was going to be good, which would be good if we got our last bit. But, like, you know, it just... Uh, a lot of bands have been in this our position. Um, we're not the first, and we're certainly not going to be the last. But, I mean, you just can't... You won't be able to do business forever that way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, regardless if we get it or not, you know, it's not... It's more the principle for me that, you know, someone that big will go and essentially rob the small guy that's owed in print... Yeah. You know what I mean? For, for things. You know what I mean? But uh, there's nothing I can do besides just tell people, I mean, what are they going to do, drop us? <laughs> so, so I'm guessing that opening run you have is not Visions of Atlantis. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> for those unaware, uh, their drummer is, in fact, CEO of Napalm. President and CEO? I yeah, I, I've never met the guy. I'm sure he's okay, but it's just like, you know, they're... they're I, I really hope more from that label. You know what I mean? I really did with our time there. But, you know, we found a really good home with Distortion, uh, Maurizio, um, which is the guy from Hard Impact and Cataclysm. He's the guy with that imprint. So it's essentially they're, a distrib- they're like doing distribution for us in a way. Yeah. Um, and then he's really pushed... Uh, a lot for us so it really means a lot mm-hmm. um, I work for all of his bands so that's kind of awkward too because half of those bands are on Napalm you know what I mean yeah, well. and that's what I'm saying it's just like I get threatened with a legal mail and then the next mail is like hey can you do all this stuff for us on guest list and it's just like I guess you know what I mean but like the, let's, let's not forget that mm-hmm. Camden doesn't go away <laughs> so let's you know and I work with all of the bands that are fed up with it also so it's just you know, it's just the way it is it's the industry. It's business. It's just business. This is nothing. This is nothing personal. I mean, I'm aggravated with it, but it is business at the end of the day. And you know what? Businesses talk to other businesses. That band's a business. My band's a business. You know, our, we take our band very seriously, just like everybody else. You know what I mean? And you essentially, you know, friends don't like friends watching them get food taken off their table. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, playing things, essentially. So, yeah. But that's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, the music industry is terrible until you get finally. Uh, it took us a long time for people to just like see and like, oh, like I understand what they're doing, and I understand that you know, mm-hmm. if we uh, if we put this band out with you know in front of people with other bands that are like them, you know, they make more fans. You know, yeah. what I mean, therefore they grow and that stuff. And it's taken a long time for people just to see that. But that started with the Only She Archers tour, finally. You know what I mean? And uh, we've been just really... That opened a lot of doors for us. So, like, like I said, we're happy with the family that we have now. I would consider them family. Um, you know, the team behind us, especially here in North America, uh, Continental Concerts and Distortion Music Group. Um, it's basically hard impact management. Um, but, like, they're really, like, they're really giving us the push that... Uh, 
will allow us to work and it'll allow us allow our work to be seen because um, I mean like I said I was just like I'm team for this tour I play in the band I do all the finances for all the tour like I do everything so it's just yeah. like there's no reason like I'm tired of getting looked over <laughs> I mean I, I didn't want to say it but like you're about to like make money by playing guitar how much of it is from playing guitar versus from managing tours oh uh, I mean <laughs> the thing is is the the, the, the the guitar playing is is catching up and luckily okay. like you know like we're in our band, like we're all an even piece in it, so it's like it's, uh, you know, I can make a living on the road without the band, you know, what yeah. I mean? or at home with my day job. But what makes me happiest is seeing, you know, the other three, like, be able to, like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take off, like, I don't really need to. And it, we've spent, you know, the band's been a band since 2007, mm-hmm. so like 16 years later, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, we're finally seeing a little bit of a return. We're nowhere near caught up, but at least we can pay our bills, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of satisfying when, you know... Yeah, Kevin, right? Kind of satisfying when you wake up and your job's just a shred real quick? I mean, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. so, it makes it all worth it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we put a lot of work in, and, you know, that's why we get so so salty with people that take that work away. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Uh, that that kind of brings us to my last question. Like, as like a fan primarily, I'm thinking like metal bands that have gotten big in the last ten years. Like, obviously, like you know, this tour is doing well, but like the only one that's become anything close to a household name, I think, is Ghost. Yeah. How, do you think like metal's ever going to come out of this underground and like get to like I don't know? I mean, honestly, it, it, I, I never even I, I don't even have my eyes set on like I want to be Ghost. I want to be Iron Maiden. Mm. I just want to be able to pay my bills uh-huh. doing what I love. I would like to have a driver. Yeah. I would like to have a bunk at some point so yeah. I can sleep and just play guitar. Like if I could do that and pay my bills, I don't care how many people show up. I mean, I do care how many people show up, but like you know what I mean. Like I want the promoters to be happy. I want everybody to be happy and enjoy what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, and just pay our bills. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I can, if that means at some point we can buy some cool shit. You know what I mean? Probably give back to the community a little bit. They gave us this opportunity too. You know what I mean? We would be down. Sabrina, say hi. This hi. Is a video interview it was brutally delicious. Hi. Hey, brutally again. delicious. Yeah. What are we having delicious today? <laughs> so the, the magazine, uh, originally it was a show that would invite tour musicians. It's based out of Richmond where I believe you woke up this morning, right? Yeah, are you uh, good with I believe. Yeah. more questions? Just going to get a bumper in a second. Okay. But, um, it used to be they invite them over to like make food at the guy's house in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Fun times. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget, and we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.